Listener Production. The Aussie share market has fallen for a third straight day. And what stocks managed to stand out in a sea of red? Good afternoon, I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Monday the 23rd of October. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Hello, Laura. Good afternoon. Welcome to a brand new week. Not a good one, is it? Not good. Not good. I mean, three straight days of declines. We extended our losing streak to a brand new week. (laughs) (laughs) I guess we did. And look, 3.3% lower since last Wednesday when that losing streak started. And at the Mm. moment, we're down by about 0.9% on Monday, heading into the close. And there have been lots of things, of course, dragging markets lower, but the Conflict in the Middle East has not been helpful, of course. It's escalating. It's getting worse rather than calming. And the worries of a widening war seem to be a continued worry. And that's not really going away in a hurry at the moment. And then, of course, there are still worries about rising interest rates, which are continuing as far as how bond markets are responding. And, you know, we've got a pretty big week ahead too, which we'll get to a bit later. We definitely do. And we actually saw our market hit its lowest level in about a year today. So absolute cringeworthy. Yeah. So a really difficult little run here for markets. Of course, there were a few months earlier this year where market was actually doing reasonably well. Yeah. But, you know, for the time being, market's under a little bit of pressure. But let's look at sectors today because there aren't too many winners out there. No, there's only three sectors which are lifting. And one of those is only just come up in the in the afternoon. We're seeing the utilities up just slightly. Healthcare is doing the best. It's definitely the outperformer. But keep in mind that the sector is coming back from some pretty hefty declines last week. In terms of the worst, though, we're seeing energy stocks down over 3%. Materials not far behind, down about 2.5%. Massive, massive weights today. Yeah, and that's important because materials, which are mainly the mining stocks and energy companies combined, those two sectors are about 30% of the market on their own. So when you get declines of between 25 and about 3% for both of those, it gets difficult for other areas of the markets to make a big difference. You're right, you know, healthcare stocks are really standing out, but, you know, nowhere near as big as, say, the materials, for example. So commodity prices under pressure and some of those commodities that really rallied over the past couple of weeks because of what's happening in the the Middle East, Mm. like oil and and gold, I mean, they've come under pressure too. So, I mean, we are seeing a bit of a a decline across the the whole space. Yeah, it's all sort of unravelling. But if we take a look at individual stocks today, we did have Treasury Wines managing to be one of the few companies in the top 200 that did lift today. They're behind brands like Penfolds and Yellow Glen. So they lifted on the back of an announcement by the Australian government over the weekend saying China has agreed to review the tariffs on Australian wine producers. So The context to this was that back in late 2020, Beijing introduced tariffs on barley and on wine, tariffs on wine being up to 200%. And that was due to a dispute after Australia inquired about the origins of COVID-19. So a couple of months ago, the tariffs on barley were lifted. During that time, we did see Treasury Wines doing well in hopes that the wine tariff would also go. So now this review is taking place and it's expected to take up to five months. That's actually expedited, they say. We're seeing Treasury Wine Estate up 1.3% ahead of the close. Yeah, and in in return for for that, Australia will suspend the review sitting with the World Trade Organisation at the moment. The Prime Minister said he's very confident that the tariffs will be lifted, so we'll see what happens here. But you're right in that, you know, the tariffs were up to about 200 to 220%. 
Do you know that at its peak, Treasury was selling as much as $400 million of Penfolds wine to China annually? And in the last year, it's selling about 8% of that, about $30 million. So it's really dried up and they had to mm-hmm. look at to other markets, other countries to, to basically um, take up the slack. So this is going to be a big deal if it gets across the line. You're right, the stock has jumped today. Had a rough ride recently, but it's at least up about 13% now over the, the past three months. Another stock that actually has received a bit of attention today is New Hope, the coal miner, because it's had a bit of a, a difficult ride today. It's been falling by close to 10% for part of the day, down about 8.5% at the moment. And that's partly because it's paying out a dividend soon, and today is the ex-dividend date, the 30 cents in dividends. Six months ago, it paid out one of its biggest dividends ever as well because of coal prices, which have been on the way up, and also you know, the um, Europe's efforts to move away from Russian coal in the past couple of years. So that's in coal prices lifting. And um, you know, I guess New Hope trading ex-div was one of the big reasons for the declines. It also comes at a time, though, where as we said, mining and energy stocks have generally fallen today. So that's important to note. Exactly right. And they'll be paying out 30 cents per share to eligible shareholders on the 7th of November. I'm testing my memory there. I believe that's correct. And that includes a special dividend. But shares of health imaging company ProMedicus have been rising today after they won a $16 million contract with the US-based healthcare company called South Shore Health, where ProMedicus will provide their specialised cloud-engineered imaging platform and they've signed on for an eight-year contract. So this just adds to their growing list of clients. So good news for the company, their shares up around 2%. South32, one of the uh, miners joining the rest of them in the red as well. It's down about 3%. It also came at a, a time when it released a quarterly update and warned that coal production this quarter could fall by around a third. But overall, they've maintained most of their production goals for most of their operations. Uh, but again, I think the fact that we've seen such um, widespread declines across that sector, it has been difficult for South32 to shake that off. At the moment, actually, only six in 44 of the mining stocks on the ASX200 are up today. So there are very few winners. Viva Energy, who own Shell service stations in Australia, they actually supply about a quarter of the country's liquid fuel requirements. They released their operational update for the three months to September. It was pretty mixed, but what stood out was that the company said their petrol margins were squeezed because of higher oil prices. So quoting what they said in their article, oil prices shot up from 75 US dollars a barrel to 95 US dollars a barrel. And The higher costs were passed on to customers, but it still impacted their margins. But they did say it started to stabilise, but Viva shares down almost 3%. Okay, so let's look forward uh, to the rest of the week, day by day, perhaps. Tonight, there's really not much out to move markets at all, but tomorrow, there will be a few things to watch. The Reserve Bank Governor, Michelle Bullock, or... Michi B. B. Yep, she'll yes. be delivering. That'll catch on soon, I'm it sure will, of it. definitely. If you're listening, Governor Bullock, I hope that's okay with you. But uh, 7 p.m. <laughs> Sydney time is when uh, she'll be delivering a talk. And then we've also got quite a few annual general meetings tomorrow from the likes of Ansel, Bendigo and Adelaide Bank, Bega, Coca-Cola, and a few others. And then later on that night, we've got manufacturing figures out of uh, most countries, including the US, parts of Europe, and also the UK and a number of profit results from some really big American names like Alphabet, which is behind Google and Microsoft and uh, General Electric and General Motors as well. Exactly right. And I guess the key event here locally this week will be those quarterly inflation figures that we've been waiting for. That's going to have a really big impact on what the RBA decides at their next meeting, which falls on Melbourne Cup Day. So that'll be on Wednesday at 11.30 a.m. 
Over in the US, we'll get economic growth figures for the quarter and also the Federal Reserve's most closely watched measure of inflation, the PCE deflator, which is Ryan's favourite. I always say that. That will happen at the tail end of the week. So really, really big things happening in terms of things that could influence the next interest rate decision. Exactly. And at the moment, market's pricing in roughly a 20% chance that we'll get a rate hike on Melbourne Cup Day. Here in Australia, that's right. Yeah, exactly. And that's right. That will make all the difference, this inflation report on Wednesday. And then later in the week, you know, things quieten down a little as far as economic news here in Australia, but there'll be plenty of annual general meetings, plenty of quarterly updates and inflation at the end of the week in the US will be key. Plenty to look forward to, as always. Big week. Exactly. Well, on that note, thank you, Laura. Can't wait to chat again tomorrow. Adios. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067254399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.